Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to Emmett Audio. Um, so every now and then I uh, hit some wall of frustration, and I think, you know, why isn't stuff easier? Why isn't stuff growing faster, better? Uh, you know, I've never... Uh, well, first of all, I usually know why things aren't growing faster and that's because of deliberate choices that I have made that have limited the uh, chance that the the content I put out is going to consistently build as fast an audience as possible. I'm choosing not to hack it that way because I value other things but despite knowing that I've made this deliberate choice uh, I sometimes get frustrated usually with my Instagram account about why it's taking so long and you know how come i don't have as many followers as that other person or whatever um and i think it's easy to uh get into that space no matter what number of followers you have i remember when i had i don't know i remember when i had a hundred followers I remember thinking, how come I don't have 500 followers? Look at that person. They have 500 followers, and I'm way better than they are. I, as you can tell, I have no shortage of self-esteem. Um, and then when I had, you know, 928 followers, I would think to myself, you know, how come, you know, what do I have to do to get more followers? You know, like that other person, like clearly I'm doing, you know, just as valuable stuff. The problem with this mindset, you don't need me to tell you, is that you're not able to appreciate the moment because you're always chasing the next thing. But the other problem, the one you probably don't think about, is that there is no value in having a million other followers if what comes with it is uh, growth at a pace that you are not able to sustain or capture that's going to to either cause you to burn out or cause you to uh, essentially weaken the the feeling of community that you are developing. And so maybe this is just me deciding that the rules are bent in a way that favors me, and probably there's some of that, but I do genuinely believe that while you want growth in the size of your reach by whatever metric, whether it's followers on Instagram or readers of your blog or listeners to your podcast, you want that growth to be at a pace that matches your ability to capitalize on that growth. It does you no good to go from 10 to 20,000 followers on Instagram over the course of two months if you are unable to engage meaningfully or serve those people. If what it leads to is a feeling of frustration that you've gotten to be out of reach because so many people want your attention or the waiting list for your stuff has gotten so big, then you are losing the people who are following you. And the way that these algorithms often work with the vanity metrics is that people who get frustrated they don't stop unfollow. They don't unfollow you. They don't stop following you. They just stop engaging, and so the algorithm doesn't show 
your posts to them. So you think everything's copacetic and you're just moving forward with more and more followers and more and more people. But really the number of people that you're engaging with remains either relatively constant or you feel so overwhelmed that you disengage. Either way, you have failed to actually do all that could be done with that opportunity. So whenever I feel that way, I always have to remind myself, I am not seeking some viral moment when all of a sudden everybody who's following this other person who I think ought to also know about me is all of a sudden going to wake up and realize that I exist. No, that's not how sustainable growth works. Sustainable growth works from building something day after day. The problem with that for many people is that you have to put in the work day after day. Now there is a catch 22, right? If you leave your Instagram account alone, I'm picking on Instagram because that's really the only social media that I engage with a lot. If you leave your Instagram account alone and you have lots of good stuff on there, it's quite possible that more people would follow you if I, like if I stopped posting completely and came back in three months, I might have doubled the number of followers that I have now. Maybe. Because for sure, all of the people who follow me and then unfollow me because they don't want the, the mix of stuff that I actually produce, they're going to see what they want to see and follow. And as long as I don't post very often, they're not going to unfollow me. But not unfollowing me is not the same thing as actually engaging with me and finding value in what I bring to the table and interacting and being part of my community, an active part of my community. So it really doesn't matter what people like that do or don't do. Unless somebody is, you know, uh, enthusiastic about the whole of me that I'm bringing to the table, then the number, the digit they add to the number of my followers is kind of meaningless. Now, I could also, depending on how much content I had produced on Instagram, it's unlikely for me to happen at this point, but if I was at a thousand followers and I just stopped putting anything on Instagram, I would probably stop getting followers. And that's because at that pace, all of the growth and discovery of you is driven by you putting out fresh content. It's those little feelers you put out into the world. It's not that the algorithm then serves you up to more people. It's because somebody liked a post that you did and those 25 people that liked the post that you put out into the world, your account is then recommended whenever someone decides to follow them. And so people bounce around through those connections. And that's how you get the, that steady, steady drip of followers. So 
I think for both of those scenarios, right, those are two very different scenarios. In one scenario, you stop posting and you get a million followers, but they really, uh, they're not followers that are engaged. They're simply passive followers who have not been winnowed out who's following because of engagement and who's not. And in the other scenario, you stop posting and you get no more followers. In both of those scenarios, a better path is putting in the work each day, drip, 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 of documenting things that you find interesting, that you're passionate about, that you think will be valuable to other people. Sometimes that's funny. Sometimes that's informative. Rarely is it a photo of yourself, in my opinion. And rarely is it, I'm going to be doing this thing. It's about sharing real details about what you do so that other people who do the same thing as you do and care about it can learn some stuff. And you don't have to be an expert to share valuable stuff. I, I consider myself an expert in this very, very tiny specific niche of carving spoons that are not decorated at reasonable prices for production. That's, that's the niche. And I consider myself an expert at that. I am not an expert at any of the other stuff. And even before I was an expert in my little tiny niche, I was willing to give advice about it because it was just stuff that I was finding useful. But remember, it does you no good to have a viral moment if you are not able to capitalize on it. So virality is not the goal. The goal is steady growth. I don't know how well this analogy works, but I think of virality as a cancer cell, right? Cancer cell is undifferentiated mass. That's just a lump. It's not helping do, <laughs> dogs are tearing each other's throats. It's not helping the organism do any of the things the organism needs to do. It's just hanging there. And sometimes it's even fatal to the organism. So if you think of virality as a cancer, that might help reshape your mindset and help you realize that what the only thing that's going to change your reality between now and a month from now is putting in the work every day of this upcoming month.